Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how are you? It's so great to uh, have some time to speak with you today, Jerry. Always good to talk to Reno, Reno, Reno. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. The, uh, the the one and only time that you and I met in person it was about 20 years ago, San Diego at a Gavin convention. It was pouring down rain. We were on the back steps of the Hyatt Hilton, whatever the uh, host hotel was. And I didn't even know that it was you that I was talking to. We shot the crap for what must have been about an hour because I missed the entire semi-sonic MCA Records uh, debut performance from the band because you and I were just hanging out. And it was about mid-conversation that I realized, oh, I'm talking to Jerry Cantrell. You're so down to earth, man. Congratulations on everything. And held 20 years since your last solo album. So it was probably when you were out promoting the solo record. Oh, that's great, man. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's good to, to be able to get another one under my belt and uh, uh, good to talk to you again. Yeah. Likewise, likewise. Anything on this new release that is completely different from prior works, whether that is a social reflection with the year that was 2020 or maybe pushing yourself to reevaluate your signature sound? Well, it's a new record and it's a new group of songs. So, uh, you know, uh, that in itself is new. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as an artist, you're trying, you're always trying to, uh, you're trying to, to develop a sound that's identifiable that uh, that people can know you by, and I think that I've you know been able to achieve that uh, with Alice and, and and my and myself. So really, it's about trying to keep yourself interested and energized, and 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 do some new things, and uh, trust in the fact that uh, you know if you've made some music that a group of people care about in the past, and you care about it there's a good chance that they'll probably dig it too. So uh, I'm really happy with how this record turned out. Uh, there, there's, uh, there's, there's uh, you know, some instruments that I haven't featured as prominently. There's a lot of keys and some pedal steel and some other instruments that, that I've toyed around with in the past, but uh, they're, they're, they're a healthy dose uh, of this record. It's a real rock and roll record. Uh, uh, some, of, some of my best songwriting, I believe, and uh, uh, great production by Paul Figueroa and Tyler Bates and, and uh, Joe Barisi. Yeah. Now tell me about your partner on the record, Tyler Bates. Is he like a neighbor or something, and how did that relationship come together? He is my neighbor. I met him walking my cat, if you can believe that or not. <laughs> I taught my cat, Harold, at the time to uh, walk on a leash, and uh, we were out cruising around the neighborhood, and I walked by his his house and his garage door open, scared the crap out of Harold. He jumped <laughs> up in my arms. <laughs> Tyler walked out, and that's how we met. And we've been, been buddies ever since. And, uh, uh, you know, we... Uh, We've collaborated on a few few things. There was a, 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 a soundtrack for a, one of the John Wick movies, which Gil Sharon and Tyler and I played on, uh, called "A Job to Do," and that was our first kind of kind of uh, you know professional collaboration, I guess. And we did a cool another another cool thing with a Dark Knights uh, Dark Knights kind of comic kind of thing. And uh, when I when I started thinking about making this record, uh, I was talking to Tyler about it, and he's like, "Let's do it," mm-hmm. you know. And he and he was in from the get go. Wow, very cool. And you do have a beautiful Siamese cat. I've only seen, I think it's Zelly. How many pets do you have? Well, uh, they're, they're Rexes. So, uh, but, but uh, the, uh, I've, got, I've got Dealey and Teddy. They're, 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 uh, Teddy's the girl. She's black. And, and Dealey's got a Siamese coat. They're, okay. It's called a pointed pointed color so he does look Siamese but but he's actually a Rex yeah okay wow interesting interesting you know as uh, as kids a lot of us especially if we have a, a 
an affection for music grow up wanting to become a rock star. Tell me about a surreal kind of defining moment in your career where you realized, oh, my God, I've made it. I'm here. <laughs> well, there's a lot of them. You know, yeah. there really are. Uh, you know, one of the one of the craziest things uh, I, I think early on uh, where where I was kind of like kind of blown away about where where we had gotten to from where we came was when we uh, got offered the Van Halen tour and uh, we were setting up to do our first show and hadn't met anybody from the band yet and uh, we were getting ready to go on and Eddie Van Halen uh, uh, you know just walks onto the stage with his, with his guitar and he's warming up and comes over and introduces me like right as I'm getting ready to go on stage <laughs> and uh, like okay oh my god okay so Eddie Van Halen's gonna sit here beside me and watch me play opening up for him so and he did he sat there and he was like doing his warm-ups with just like a big grin on his face and and like watched for a good chunk of good good chunk of our set maybe two three songs and and uh uh you know I, i'm thinking in my my head this is the greatest thing ever and also hey man could you stop watching me i'm totally nervous <laughs> yeah no pressure man I'm no pressure up. <laughs> hyper-conscious with that Eddie Van Halen is looking at me while I'm playing guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know, I think it's important to always have uh, some type of a mentor in life. Do you have a career or a life mentor? And, and if so, who is that person and what makes him important? Well, there's a lot of them. Ed, Ed, Ed was one, you know, and uh, Sam, Sammy's another, you know, he's a good, good friend of mine that I met on that tour as well. And have remained friends with since. And, uh, uh, you know, Ann and Nancy Wilson have always been really supportive, and uh, uh, you know they're always there for us through thick and thin. And and uh, you know Duff McKagan, another good buddy of mine who's uh, who plays on this record. Um, you know, uh, I've I've learned a lot from him. You know, very cool. And I, you know, I was going to say you've worked with some amazing individuals over the span of a career. Metallica to uh, as you said, the gals in heart. Um, any person stand out as uh, just somebody that was super easy to work with? And would you ever consider putting together a super group with somebody in the future? Oh, you know, I mean, I've had been lucky to lucky to collaborate or at least jam with all of those people that I mentioned. And, and like you said, the Metallica guys, you know, we've, we've been, we've been friends a lot. I've, I've, I've gone on stage and jam with those guys. I've, I've done gigs with them. I've, I've recorded with them, you know, so, mm -hmm. uh, uh, I got to, uh, you know, I got to get to play with a, a great group of folks on this record, and uh, uh, you know, who who knows what the what the future holds? Uh, I, I think uh, I think it'd be great. I was just talking to, I think Dean DeLeo just put out a record a couple of days ago, the same day that Brighton dropped as well, and he sent me a uh, kind of a congratulatory. Uh, text for for the song and that meant a lot because i've always respected dean a lot and uh, as a guitar player and a songwriter and uh you know I, I i would i would appreciate i would appreciate jamming with any of those folks yeah, yeah. again you know the DeLeo brothers are insanely talented. You listen to some of that, uh, the music from the first couple of albums and it sounds so simple on the radio and then trying to uh, emulate that as, uh, you know, l looking at maybe doing a cover song. And I went, my God, this stuff is complicated. Um, you, yeah, had, it, you had mentioned, that Jerry, um, that you've got some new instruments that haven't been prominently um, uh, featured on some of your earlier albums. Aside from guitar, what's your favorite instrument to play or do you just play guitar? I pretty much just play guitar. I mean, I can, I can, 
I can play a little bass and I can plink around on a couple of keys, but I wouldn't say that I could play 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 keys. Right. And, uh, I've got some really great players on this record to do that. Vincent Jones and Jordan Lewis handled the keys on this record and and uh, uh, on this record as well. Uh, never really uh, uh, included and leaned on uh, the pedal steel so much. There's there's about four or five tracks that Michael Rosan played on, and he's just phenomenal. You know, I did a live show with him and and uh, and a and a group of the players on this record uh, in December 19th. Uh, 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 as I was uh, thinking about making this record, so uh, cool. It's pretty cool to, and you know, very, very classic instruments uh, in the history of uh, you know country and blues and rock and roll, uh, piano and, and and pedal steel. So it was pretty cool to incorporate them uh, in such a such a heavy fashion on this record. Yeah, that's awesome. Jerry Cantrell, new album Brighton, available everywhere. Wherever you steal music, October the 29th. Um, Tell me about your relationship with Elton John. The new album wraps up with Goodbye. How did that come together? Yeah, it's a song that I've always dug. And, uh, you know, Elton played on Black Is Way to Blue. And there's two songs that end uh, end records. One is Curtains. Uh, I think that's Captain Fantastic and the Brown Dirt Cowboy. And uh, Goodbye uh, ends uh, Madman Across the Water. And uh, I've always really liked those songs because they're so short and mm-hmm. they're so potent. And... Uh, I, I believe that I kind of uh, subconsciously kind of styled Black Gives Way to Blue to be that sort of a song, too, because it's, it's like a two-minute song as well. And the fact that he played on it uh, uh, is, is just mind-blowing to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we, we've, we've become friends, and we, we keep in contact every once in a while. And uh, I decided to, re- to record that song, and Vincent Jones made a, uh, did a really great string and key arrangement. And... Uh, uh, I recorded it, sent it to him, and I just wanted to, you know, check with him to make sure he was okay with the song that I didn't butcher his tune. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And he really, he really dug it, you know. And he's like, absolutely, you should totally use it on that record. And coincidentally, uh, just as a kind of a weird happenstance kind of thing, uh, that song is the ninth song and closes uh, uh, "Madman Across the Water." And on this record, it's a nine-song album as well, and and it's in the same spot. It closes the record. Wow, very very cool. Uh, there was a recent story. Should, of, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's where it should be. Yeah, 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 yeah. It uh, it seems like it would be a fitting end to uh, to a, to an album. Um, recent story Goodbye. about Axl Rose throwing away the demo tape that you gave him early in the career of Alice in Chains. Now I know you guys are chummy now, but how did that experience affect you in your own personal career? Do you often get bands that send you stuff for review, and if so, do you listen? Sure, you know it, it, it happens, and like you know, there was just a, it's, you know, it wasn't like a scarring situation. It was just an interesting kind of story. You know, there, uh, Guns N' Roses was a huge huge influence on us and so you know when you're when you're a young musician uh you know you're wanting people to hear your music and and i couldn't think of somebody that i'd rather listen to uh uh my band than than axel or the guys in guns and uh you know and coincidentally we ended up being friends with all those guys for you know for years and and uh but uh, you know, and 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 in fairness to Axel, he didn't toss the demo tape. His bodyguard did. So <laughs> <I handed laughs> it, he the handed speed it bump. To his bodyguard and his 
hard chucked it. So, yeah. so it, uh, we actually talked about that uh, story uh, in a in a club in New York uh, years later when I when I actually first met him, and uh, we had a good laugh about it. Well, I've I've got a uh, I have a solo song myself on YouTube. I'm going to have to send it to you. You can't throw that one away. You can just not uh, listen to it. <laughs> okay. I won't throw it away. I'll have my bodyguard do it. There, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Jerry Cantrell, again, <laughs> I really appreciate the time. New album, Brighton, uh, available October the 29th. You've accomplished so much in your career. What uh, what brings you peace and happiness today, man? Uh, you know, I like the, just the fact that I'm able to still make music at a, at a level that, that, uh, that satisfies me. Uh, I'm doing some new things. But uh, but it's not so uh, crazy or out of the box that it's going to throw anybody for a loop. It's it's still me, and uh, uh, you know that that that's it. Right now is a really exciting time, and it's also a very satisfying time because I'm I'm finally le- able to let go of something that I've that I've kept so tight and dear for about about a good two years. You mm. know, and when you let it let it go, it's not yours anymore. It's everybody anybody's who uh who cares to uh, listen to it or make a connection to it so it's an exciting time very very cool and you've got a big tour planned in 2022 i think what it starts in march or may march march from march to may and okay. then uh you know covid dependent where i'm going to try to get to uh, europe over the summer and uh, uh, you know, AIC may have some stuff toward the end of the year, and then uh, well, I plan on doing uh, doing some more touring on this record. Great. Well, can't wait to see you out on the road, Jerry Cantrell, and uh, and of course, Allison Chains. Um, can't wait to uh, to hear new music from uh, you know from the the Alice Band uh, here in the next couple of years as well. Always a pleasure, Jerry. We'll see you soon. Cool, man.